Today's show is sponsored by Sambucol. There's nothing more important than taking care of yourself. If you're not feeling your best, it's hard to be your best. Sambucol offers powerful immune support with nature's superfruit, black elderberry. My neighbor was the first person to tell me about black elderberry. She loves it so much that she even advertises elderberry on a sign in her front lawn. Nothing makes her feel better, she says. And Sambucol makes taking elderberry easy. I've been trying the elderberry gummies. They are extremely tasty. They almost taste like a dessert. I just add them to the vitamins that I take every morning. If you want to give it a try, you can get 15% off your order of $9.99 or more at sambucolusa.com. When you're there, use the promo code BITTERSWEET15. That's sambucol, spelled S-A-M-B-U-C-O-L, sambucolusa.com. And use the code BITTERSWEET15. Now, on to the show. Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And a quick thanks to start us off to recent donors to the show. I want to thank Marianne and Susan and John and Susanna. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in a bit of support to the show, either through Patreon or through PayPal. Listener donations are the number one reason this show continues and we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. If you're ever interested in donating to this show, there are links in the show notes. You can also just visit thebittersweetlife.net and you'll see options to donate there. Thank you so much, Marianne, Susan, John, and Susanna. And thank you to those of you who have supported this show for months, if not years. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Today, we're going to be doing a listener mailbag. We haven't done that for a while, and we've gotten some great emails lately, and I thought it would be worth hearing from you for a change. So let's just go ahead and kick it right off. This is from Susan. Susan writes, Hi guys, can you possibly do a little nonpartisan blurb reminding your American expat listeners that they need to re-register to vote every calendar year? For upcoming primaries, the deadline is approaching for them to register or they won't qualify to vote in the primaries. Uh, Yes, great reminders, Susan. If you are an American expat, don't forget to re-register to vote. Susan also writes, no resolutions for me this year except an ongoing effort to temper my temper. I tend to fly off the handle when offended when I really think it would be more effective to stay subdued and try to respond with a quieter voice. And Since we've been talking about books on the show lately, she also offers this. My book club read a variety of books last year. One pleasant surprise was The Weight of Ink by Rachel Kaddish. I'm still finishing Prague Winter by Madeleine Albright. And related to the pandemic, we also read Codebreaker by Walter Isaacson. Thanks loads and hopeful for a new year. Yes, thank you so much for that note, Susan, and the good reminder. Our next letter is from Valeria, or possibly Valeria. It depends on uh, who you ask, but Valeria. 
She was responding to our show that we did uh, that was in response to a listener question about Italian fashion and how, if you are traveling to Italy, what you can wear to try to blend in a little bit better and not stand out as the tourist you are. Here's what Valeria writes. Hi, Katie and Tiffany. I'm a Mexican expat who's been living for over 20 years in Florence. I work for a high fashion e-commerce and I found your episode about Italian fashion very interesting. I would like to comment on some of the things that I kept making mental notes about when I heard you talking about them. If you're an American and want to blend in, I would say no baseball caps, no flip-flops or pool shoes as they call them here, no shorts in the fall. You see a lot of American students with long shorts when it's already cold for the rest of us. Also, no hoodies. I had an American friend who would wear the same hoodie for several days with no t-shirt underneath at work. That is definitely a no-no. I also would say for the ladies, no messy buns. Most Italian women blow their hair out or straighten it. But in my experience, men do wear shorts in the summer. Not sporty shorts, but nice clean cut cotton or linen shorts that you can maybe use with a shirt or a nice t-shirt. And yes, they all wear clean designer sneakers, not ratty ones, as you said. Another thing I can confirm is that fanny packs are officially back, not only for the young trendsetters. I also have to say that nowadays, sporty items like sweats, caps, and running sneakers are slowly making their way into everyday Italian fashion. I think we're going to see more of that in the next few years. And yes, tacky Italians are super, super tacky. Sparkly down jackets, fake tans, giant sneakers, way too ripped up jeans. But you have to compare them to tacky Americans. Every country has them. And lastly, I have never seen sparkly suits on men, but I have seen pastel suits. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much for that email, Valeria. So interesting to hear your perspective as a person who actually works in fashion. And we also got this email in response to the How to Dress Like an Italian episode from Tammy. She asked a question. She wrote, Hello, Katie and Tiffany. I just finished How to Dress Like an Italian. I love the idea of dressing to fit in so you can experience the culture in a different way than a tourist. However, this brought up a question to which I need advice. You said women in Rome do not wear sun hats during the summer unless at the beach. Although I love Italian culture, my heritage is true Irish with red hair and fair skin that easily burns. So even if I don't wear a hat, I still stand out. Any recommendations on how to fit in while defending against the sun? Sunscreen can only do so much when you are out all day, not to mention the amount of dust that is attracted to sunscreen on the Roman streets. Any advice or thoughts? Now, I know that Tiffany and I both wrote her back, and I don't know what Tiffany said, but I channeled Tiffany in my response. And knowing that Tiffany also wears a hat in the summer to protect her skin, I would say that the answer, at least from Tiffany's perspective, would be protecting your skin is paramount above fitting into the culture. And if you want to wear a hat, just go ahead and wear it. And we got this letter from Halinka. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right as well. Feel free to send me pointers. <laughs> um, she's responding to a bonus episode that we did over on patreon.com. All of our patrons get two bonus episodes a month extra, and oftentimes we answer questions that we don't talk about on the show. Also, our major donors who donate through PayPal also get access to these episodes. 
So another reason to donate if you want a little bit more fun behind the scenes listening. So here's the letter. Hello, ladies, and happy new year. I just listened to your episode titled, Do You Believe in Santa Claus? And I had a flash in the past that I wanted to share. I arrived here in Italy over 35 years ago at a time when Santa Claus was not yet such a big thing. All Italian children celebrated the Bifana, the Epiphany, on January 6th. The good witch Bifana would bring presents and sweets to the good children and coal to the bad children. Not real coal, but a sugary candy that looks like coal. At that time, I used to go to the gym two or three times a week. I wasn't working yet, and I needed something to do while I was looking for a job. I met a lovely woman at the gym who would bring her five-year-old daughter with her. The daughter would sit in the locker room and play with her toys and chat with all the ladies while mom was in the gym doing her exercises. One day, I came into the locker room wearing a pair of mink earmuffs that a friend in New York had given me before I left the United States. This was in the days when wearing a helmet was not mandatory, but it was cold enough that I needed protection for my ears while riding my motorino. The young girl was in the locker room, and her eyes popped open wide when she saw me. Oh, she said, those earmuffs are very beautiful. Where did you get them? They were a Christmas present, I replied. Oh, La Bafana brought them to you. Without thinking, the fatal words popped out of my mouth. Where I come from, there is no Bafana. The look on the girl's face was tragic, and I instantly realized what I had done. I had just ruined her life forever and broken the golden rule. Never give up a secret of this kind, especially not to such a young girl. I desperately scrambled for something to say when it came to me. Of course, you know I'm not from Italy. I'm from the United States. Ah, see, si. And you know that the United States is all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. The Bafana rides a broom, of course, and she can't get to the United States. So she gives Santa Claus all of our presents, and he brings them to us in his sleigh with his reindeer, because it's too far away to go on a broom. I saw her thinking about that for a moment, and nodded as if to say, Okay, I believe you for now, but millions wouldn't. Thank you so much for that story, and as I told you when I wrote you back, I really love how you wrote it as well. It's very vivid and easy to picture. I can picture you in that locker room, that little girl on the floor, earmuffs, the whole thing. Thank you so much for that lovely story. And finally, to end, I wanted to thank those of you who went to Apple Podcasts and left us a review. As you know, these reviews are not only great feedback for us on how you found the show and what you like about it, but it also helps other people find the show. And we haven't gotten any reviews since June 2nd, 2021, until we asked you and three of you responded and left a review in December. And I just want to thank you so much. And I wanted to read those reviews. Left on Christmas Day from Mia. This podcast is so satisfying to listen to. I am of Italian descent and an Italophile. I would love to travel more to Italy, but not able to at this time. This podcast makes me feel like I am there. Helps you to understand everyday life and not just be a tourist. Don't miss this podcast. You won't be disappointed. And left by Maddie on December 17th. I found this podcast while I was in the darkest part of the pandemic and found myself desperately missing Italy and planning for a trip that I had no date set for yet when I found these lovely ladies. Through my desire to learn more about Italy, 
I found myself learning about so many more things that I had never even thought about researching that I feel like I've traveled the globe twice over without ever leaving home. If you're in need of travel tips, life tips, companionship, or even commiseration, look no further. This is truly the Every Woman's Podcast, and it will expand your mind and your travel bucket list. Thank you for that. And I would also say it's an every man's podcast as well. <laughs> and finally, our another review left for us in December from Tammy, left on December 7th. She writes, I fell in love with the people and culture of Italy. Spending time with Tiffany and Katie is the best way to get my fix for now. I love each episode and the intro music bells and sirens make me smile. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for leaving those reviews. And if you love this show and you haven't left a review, please take the time. It takes, uh, I don't know, as long as it took me to read those, uh, it takes to leave a message. So if you are on Apple Podcasts and you're looking at the new episode, just scroll through the episodes that are listed below and you'll pop to where it says rating and reviews. And there you will see a little box on the left-hand side that just says write a review. If you click that, you can leave a review about the show really easy, very quickly. And we do appreciate it. Thank you for all of your emails. I really love hearing from you. I love hearing your stories. I love hearing your reflections about the show. You can always write to us, bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. That's bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a voice memo. We love sharing your voices on this show and uh, hearing from you in whatever part of the world you are in. You can also write to us through our website, thebittersweetlife.net. You'll find contact information there if that's easier for you to remember. You can also donate to the show there if you feel so inclined. And until next time, this has been your midweek bittersweet moment. I'm Katie Sewell. Talk to you next week. Bye.